Hey, this is Chelsea Reed, candidate for Palm Beach Garden City Council Group 3. And if you really want to learn how to level up your life, you should be listening to the Time to Shine Today podcast with my friend, Scott Ferguson. Thank you. Hey, hey, this is Scott Ferguson, and I am doing a cross-pollination episode between South Florida real estate business and lifestyle and Time to Shine Today. So you're going to hear this on both of our platforms. For my subscribers at Time to Shine Today, you know we're all about leveling up our life and, and taking it to the next level. And Chelsea Reed is you're going to find out why I want her on here. And she's not just a local leader here in my version of paradise in South Florida, but what she's did and how she's got to where she is, you'll understand why you're listening in South Florida. March 17th is a huge day. And if you live in the city of Palm beach gardens, Florida, you're going to go out and vote for Chelsea Reed. A little bit about Chelsea. She's a Florida native raised in Palm beach gardens where she has remained with her two sons and husband, Michael, of 25 years, is an awesome guy. Chelsea's a longtime community activist who has dedicated her life to public service, starting at the age of five as a youngster at the local hospital. She's an award-winning community leader who serves as an appointed member of Palm Beach Gardens Planning, Zoning, and Appeals Board, and is vice chair of the county citizen advisory committee to the Palm Beach Transportation Planning Agency. She was recently honored as Volunteer of the Year by the Palm Beach North Chamber of Commerce. Wow, that's major kudos. She founded the Environmental Subcommittee of Palm Beach Chamber North, chaired Artie Graal Recycling Committee, which is just last weekend, yay, and is a member of the Leadership Palm Beach Class of 2020, Women in, Women's and Business Council, Government Affairs Committee, Palm Beach County Planning Congress, League of Women Voters, Palm Beach of Palm Beach County Forum Club, Benjamin School Alumni Board, and in her free time is a dose docent at MacArthur <laughs> Beach State Park Nature Center. Wow, that's some serious credentials. And welcome to the show, Chelsea. And if you could please tell our listeners your favorite color and why. Oh gosh, you know it's gonna be blue. Love it. Why? <laughs> why is it blue? Oh, I'm I'm obsessed with water. You Love know. It. It's kind of funny, like I listen to you listing my credentials, and um, I still think I'm a mermaid sometimes, so it's, you know, <laughs> I'm being facetious. I have a oh, water fine. baby, a water kid, so I love it. Blue. And, yeah. and we live, seriously, I mean, with full disclosure, we live driving distance from the water. As, as the crow flies, like 1.8 miles, but to get there, it's like three or four miles to actually get to the water. Yeah, the ocean, I should say. There's inlets yeah. everywhere here. So let's start from the origin. Let's tell me a little bit about, I already gave it, you've been volunteering since the age of five in the great city of Palm Beach Gardens, where I reside, people. Um, tell us a little bit about the origin, how you got started with this go-giver mentality and lifestyle. You know, I actually think it's part of the culture here in Palm Beach County. We are so lucky to live in paradise and have a lot of great advantages that it's just built into living here. So many of the people I've grown up with I'll, I'll do the same thing. So I don't feel all that exceptional. Uh, okay. I get emails and text messages from people I've gone to high school with that mostly I've known since I was three or four years old. And they, they all do really similar things. I think it's just built through the fabric of our town. I love it. And this town has made some huge strides, just even in the six years that I've been here. Can you tell us about what has been progressing in that, in what you are going to want to progress mm -hmm. when you get 
elected. Great. No, my, my actual passion is mobility. I know it's probably not the sexiest thing to talk about roads and roadways, but when you look at how things really work on a daily basis, all of our daily experiences, almost everybody here gets into a car, whether they're going a mile away or they're going to go pick up, you know, whatever's on sale up the street. And so we're a real transportation issue at this moment because we are about to grow tremendously. We have about 56, 50,000 residents here in Palm Beach Gardens. The census is coming up. I encourage everybody to take part in the census, of course, and then we'll get a better idea of how many folks are here. But nonetheless, we just annexed a tremendous amount of property west of here, and we are already having gridlock on our roads. So I think going forward, we need to keep an eye to mobility, to ways of getting around that aren't necessarily just in our cars. Layman turns, tell, me, tell us what annexing is. In case oh, that's a, oh, I love, I can, so that's the thing, just careful, I can talk about annexing roads for days. So annexing is when an area that was previously unincorporated, so Palm Beach County, about 50% of our area is unincorporated, decides that they want a city, in this example, gardens, to come on in and they go under the auspices of that city. So it changes your taxes a little bit, but it also changes your access to first responders. You get Palm Beach Gardens firefighters. We have phenomenal uh, response time. We, we get there quickly. So annexing is a way for us to sort of conglomerate together. Got you. Yeah. Okay, beautiful. And so what I'm going to love about it is, I mean, luckily I live right behind the Palm Beach Gardens Mall, so I can walk to downtown at the gardens and me and my lady do all the time. <laughs> it's kind of Great. our thing, but we would love to have access to something maybe even more on PGA Boulevard right, uh, right. where we could walk over, you know, to there or some kind of different transportation. So is that what you're kind of talking about? Is Yes, Scott, what you just said is exactly perfect. The key to Palm Beach Gardens growing in a beautiful way that allows all of our citizens to have ease of access to all the great things we offer here, is to be able to make it a walkable city, to make it a connected urban environment. So we have a train coming through, we have Brightline coming through, we're hoping it decides to stop here. We have Tri-Rail hopefully making a really great train station here. And ironically, it's going to be located at Lomans Plaza area, where my mm -hmm. husband and I opened our first office back in 1994. That's, that's <laughs> why I remember when we, when we met, yeah, that's what you so said. That, that, ironically, there are two funny things in life. Like uh, Lomans Plaza seems to be like the zero spot where all this growth is going to be taking place here off of PGA Boulevard, our gorgeous corridor with alternate A1A. That's going to be a tremendous locus of growth and um, economic prosperity. But then also um, out west, where, like I said, we've annexed all of this property off the B-Line uh, B line Highway and Northing Boulevard is about to become a, a bigger part of Poppy Gardens as well. Tell us a little bit about the company that you and your husband, Michael, started. I would love to. So my husband and I opened our first physical therapy office in 1994. It was called Aquatic and Orthopedic Rehab about 4,500 square feet. And I don't know uh, for all of our local residents, if you know Lowman's Plaza, we were able to build an in-ground pool using a, uh, an excavator about the size of a small door. So we, we, were, we were driven, <laughs> ready to go. And my husband, uh, obviously I adore him tremendously, but he's, uh, he's got a great mind for business. He just saw that we could provide really, really quality care to the folks here, which we wound up doing for 25 years. I love that. I love that. Yeah. So you... You has had your business and 
Now you're expanding into lack of a better term politics, which you've always been <laughs> had your finger on the pulse of everything going on in Palm Beach County or Palm Beach Gardens and into the county. Super connected individual you are, but what did your family and really close knit squad of friends think about you throwing your hat in the ring and running for office? Scott, that is a fabulous question that almost no one has asked me yet. And honest, I've gone to what they call campaign school a couple of times. There are a lot of different resources to do that. The first thing they tell you to do is to sit your family down and see if they're okay with this. Because it's not just a full-time job. It's a 14-hour, 16-hour-a-day job once you decide to run for office, even at the small local level, because there's a lot of influence at the local level. I am so lucky that I have, you know, they put on their pom-poms and their pigtails for me every day. (laughs) My husband's been great, uh, really supportive. And I won't, I'm not going to lie. There are days that are tougher than others. Uh, But so far uh, with his support and my fabulous tribe of friends, um, I'm, I'm smiling every day. Yes, you are. And it's awesome. (laughs) Let me ask you something. What do you think makes a great leader and why do you think you'll make a great leader? I think the key to being a great leader is actually twofold. The first thing is I think you have to be approachable, really approachable, which comes from a level of authenticity. I just, I don't see that as much anymore. And that's a big part of why I decided to run. But like having lived here my whole life, I've, this is me and I've been this person since I was a kid. So everybody who's supporting me now, they've known me for decades. And that's because I'm staying authentic to what I know and love. If I don't know something, I admit it and find the right person who can educate me. That authenticity, that ability to be vulnerable, the ability to know that you don't know everything, I think is what's really lacking in some of our politics these days. Because it's that, that transparency that's kind of gone. And when you have that transparency, people are going to gravitate to you and tell you their stories. And that's what I want to do is to be that voice. That's fantastic. And the, the people that are listening, they're in politics, I've, <clears throat> excuse me, in politics, I have been a part of campaigns and I've been part of campaigns where people that I had to be a part of a campaign because of, you know, favors owed. And there was a <laughs> lot of egotistical rigmarole in there. Well, Chelsea, you're not getting any of that. What you're seeing is what you get even while you're having coffee with somebody or you're having a one-to-one with somebody. And trust me, Chelsea doesn't know this, but I've vetted her out through a few of other people. And they're like, she's the exact same person that she see, you see on the campaign trail in a, in a personable uh, atmosphere. So that, that's, that's fantastic. Is Thank there you. anything outside of mobility, other, other items outside of mobility that you're looking to level up here in Palm Beach Gardens? I am absolutely looking to level up sustainability. Uh, so again, growing up here surrounded by water, you can't not care about our earth and realize that everything we do is affected on a daily basis. And it's, that is the one thing that I hope I can bring to the platform that I don't see elsewhere. A lot of people get nervous when they see sustainability or a person who cares about the environment because they think it means more taxes or it means, um, you know, people can't use straws if they need to. I don't come from that place. The place I come from is the idea of giving carrots, not sticks for people who make smart, sustainable decisions. So I do firmly believe we can have growth and build buildings, but we have to do it with the earth in mind. Right now, Palm Beach Gardens is at about 51% green space. 
Okay. And I would love to see it stay that way while we grow, while we grow our economy. And I think the way to do that is to reward the businesses that whether all they're doing is changing light bulbs and making them LED or they're making a whole LEED certified building. We just need to make sure that as we go forward, we think about our, our, our footprint going 50 years out, 100 years out. Excellent. And do you think that Palm Beach Gardens is a great place for people to come and visit. We have the Honda Classic, which is coming up next week. Oh, it's yeah. One of my favorite <laughs> events. I'm at the Veterans Tent every day. But it's it's one of my favorite events. And it brings in hundreds of thousands of people. I don't know that many, but a ton of people. And But a lot of people, when they start heading south into Florida, they stop in Disney and they don't really come down. What, what could we do to make Palm Beach Gardens a place, an attraction, outside of our golf tournaments to maybe people come here and visit and, and stay for a little bit? You know, that's a really, really great, great question. Right now, if you look at the, the Florida Chamber, the state of Florida's chamber just rated Palm Beach Gardens as the number one destination and location to live in the state. I think we're on our way. I think what we're lacking actually goes back to the beginning of our conversation is mobility. mobility. When people come here to visit, especially if they're coming from somewhere that's, that has public transportation that's accessible, sure. they're used to jumping into a whatever, a, a train, a cab, an Uber, or whatever to get wherever they need to go. Right. We don't have a lot of that here. Right. If you want to come here, you need to plan on renting a car and waiting in traffic to get around. So right. I think if we can keep our roads clear, not only are our tourists going to be a lot happier, but our first responders are going to be able to get in and out faster and our businesses are going to succeed because folks can actually come and visit them without having to wait in line too long on the roads. Beautiful. And have you, is there anything in play to... Okay, so there, there's a great place a lot of people hear about is Singer Island here sure. and whatnot. And people have talked about, even clients and people that here in South Florida know that I, I'm a, a real estate agent. And then I have, their issues are when they come down into Singer Island, there's, they have to drive to Palm Beach Gardens. Have you ever thought about cross-strategizing with other cities to move that transportation in between Jupiter, Palm Beach Gardens, and Singer Island? Oh, absolutely. So be, with my with the time I've spent on the transportation planning agency, and I really encourage your listeners, if they're local to Palm Beach County, to go onto the TPA, the transportation planning agency's website, because on it, you're going to find everything you need to understand access to transportation down here in our hometown. And yes, we do need something. And as a matter of fact, the city of Palm Beach Gardens has started something called a, a mobility study. They have a mobility plan and they're meeting with the county over the next few months to try to integrate it so that we can all work together. Because, you know, from growing up down here, Palm Beach Gardens into Jupiter into Juno into North Palm, it's really fluid. They blend. They yeah. Blend. It, you don't know. You're like, wait a minute. Oh, that is Juno Beach. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. That, that's fantastic. So let, let's give our, our listeners a, a little bit about Chelsea here. You've been, you're a fantastic mom, fantastic wife, fantastic community. Uh, leader, what would you go back and tell the 23, 24 year old Chelsea? If you had to write a letter to yourself, what would you tell her? Oh, goodness, Scott, that's a great. And listen, my, my favorite thing to do is spend time with young women and, and try to mentor them as well going through this. And I would say just to stay true. Every night when you go to bed, you need to go to bed and feel like you've done your best. And when you wake up in the morning, you need to know that you have been ethical, thoughtful, and that you're doing nothing but building your character. And if you do that, if you stay true to yourself all the way through, 
like now I'm 50 and I feel like I've done that. Like even in my campaign, I've had opportunities. I've learned things about my opponent that would, would really be bad for him, but I'm not going to go negative because I want to be able to go to bed at night sure. and wake up in the morning and feel good about myself. So I would, I would encourage myself at that young age to, to, to emphasize that even more. I, I think I've always done that, but that seems to have been the key to always being surrounded by love and support. So I'm going to kind of add on to that. How yeah. has your sense of right from wrong evolved then? It's actually, I've always been like, I don't want to say Boy Scout because I'm a girl, I guess, but I've always been, I'm such a Boy Scout and I, I've always had this sense of um, rightness and wrongness and, you know, my mom would call it bossiness. <laughs> so, I think it's just that, I guess the one thing I would have encouraged myself at a younger age is to, to not be afraid to lead. Okay. There's, you, you can be a young leader. And, and that's what I'm seeing in a lot of these millennials. Millennials uh, got a bad rap originally, but uh, they're really taking charge of becoming leaders now. And I'm, I'm so impressed with that. So I would encourage leadership. I love that. And so you're going to be running for office here in Palm Beach Gardens. Is, is that as big as you want to go? Well, I also like to live in daytime compartments. So that's where I am right now. Beautiful. If I had an opportunity to make a more impactful change at a state or a national level, I would really welcome that because the thing is I've spent these last, I think I've been running since July. So these last few months knocking on doors and spending time with the folks who actually live here, I can't tell you that just fuels me so much. So if I do have the opportunity to really be a voice for people who live here and that could extend to perhaps statewide or national, I would be thrilled and honored. And I think, I think that's the other thing. We, oh, thanks. Yeah. I think, uh, I think we need to, if you're a public servant, you need to really, really be a public servant. And so I know you haven't asked me this question, but the thing I, I, I don't see right now is that connectedness with, with our community as much as I want it to be. I appreciate so, you saying that. Yeah. I was kind of deviating away from it, but I wanted to hear it from you. So we got it out of you. That's great. You're so awesome. Yeah. Let's leave out your cell phone out of this equation, but what are the three things Chelsea Reed cannot live without? Um, tremendous amount of calories. Food, <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>, baby. <laughs> I, I eat so much and I think about food all the time. So it would be copious amounts of food. As my, my campaign manager knows that when we're knocking on doors, He's got to have at least two or three cookies and a granola bar in his pocket if I'm going to get through for a couple hours. So Love it. Um, definitely calories. Um, and then without a doubt, obviously, my husband is my best friend and I need him next to me for everything at all times. He is uh, the best thing that ever happened to me. And then, goodness gracious, that's so tough. Three things. I'd have to say my children and my family and Love my it. closest friends. Yeah. Just that's fantastic. Food, friends and family. <laughs> so Chelsea, what is your definition of a life well-lived? You know what? That's a great question because when people see you on the outside, they assume something like someone will probably look at me and have a really happy marriage, which my husband and I've worked our asses off for, by the way, and sure. two great kids. And it's not always perfect. I think sometimes in the social media age, what you see on Facebook or Instagram is it looks like a false reality. Um, so I think a life well lived is when you're in a life where you realize that it's just the most basic things 
that make it wonderful. It's, you know, everyone sitting at the table together once a week. I mean, just, I miss my college, my college age son who's in Boston right now. Just we're, we are longing for his company. So just having those around you that, that you love that are close to you. And when you have those rare moments, like, gosh, I can't remember the last time we all sat at a table together. That would blow my mind to just encapsulate the small things because it's the small things that make it all work. That's strong. That's strong. All right. So, we're going to wind down here in a little bit, but I have a level up lightning round that okay, we I love do it. with everybody. So you and I could talk for 20 minutes on each one of these questions, but I'm going to limit you to 10 seconds. And I got a buzzer here. I'm just kidding. I don't, but let's just keep them. Okay? <laughs> All right. I love so, it. Ready? Go. What's the best leveling up advice you've ever received? Can I think about it before I answer? Sure. Okay. Four, three, two. I'm kidding. Think. <laughs> okay, you ready? Sure. Surround yourself with only good people. Love it. Share one of your personal habits that contributes to your success. Intense type A organization. <laughs> Love it. What do you turn to to uh, an internet resource when you're looking to better yourself or level up? Jen Sincero's badass book and website. Oh, is there you go. <laughs> Jen's coming on. Jen is coming on. You hear oh, me, Jen? Okay, yeah. You're coming my, on. Uh, she'd be at my table, by the way, for sure, that one. <laughs> recommend, other than Jen Sincero, recommend a book that you're go-to other than that. Are you a badass book? You uh, are a beautiful badass. Work in Progress, which was written by Myrna Valerio, who is an ultra runner uh, and a dear friend. And she talks about how doesn't matter what you look like, how much you weigh, but you are capable of tremendous things and you need to overcome it all. With I'm going to put her in the show notes. People have got to see who she is because if you looked at her, you would have never think about her yeah. being an ultra runner. And that's just amazing. Uh, she is one of my favorite people. Favorite charity or organization that you love to support? Habitat for Humanity. Love it. Last question. The best decade of music. 70s, 80s, or 90s? This is for Todd Galapo. It's going to be the 80s. <laughs> the 80s. My high school best friend who, uh, who he got a couple of Grammys uh, along the way too. So he's okay. He's, yeah, you he's and I are both. To, uh, rule that. <laughs> you and I are both a product of that area. So, so no leave us with like a little parting shot of where you want. Usually I'll say, leave us with a knowledge nugget that you can, that people can take with them. But I want you to speak to the city of Palm Beach Gardens and, yeah. and leave them with a heartfelt message of what you want them to know. Thank you. All right, city of Palm Beach Gardens. So I am a lifelong local with tremendous love. I have a love affair with this city, but I want to bring more than just my passion. I'm bringing you my depth of knowledge and zoning, transportation, and my accessibility. If you look at all of my information, whether it's my website, chelseareed.com, or any information we've left along the way, it's got my phone number right at the very front. So I hope everyone in Palm Beach Gardens takes a second to give me a call and let me know what's important to them. So Chelsea, is, Chelsea thank you so much for that. But is yeah. chelseareed.com the only website, or do you have any other websites you can share on how people can find you? That's the best way to find me or Facebook. We kind of plaster ourselves on Facebook daily. I love that. 
All right, people, my listeners, my audience, my squad, my tribe, we are always talking about leveling up our lives and surrounding ourselves with people that are high vibing, humble, hungry in our daily leveling up their health and leveling up their wealth. And Chelsea, you are the epitome of that. And you're going to be a fantastic, fantastic when you get elected, you're just going to be fantastic. So <laughs> I just, I, I can't say it enough. And I'm so privileged so. and grateful that you came on and now you're part of our squad and you're going to have to just deal with that. So thank you so, so much. I am honored to be a small part of something so wonderful, Scott. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs> say bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of South Florida Real Estate Business and Lifestyle. Proudly brought to you by Sutter and Nugent Real Estate. Real Estate Excellence who can be reached at 561-249-7266 and at www.sutterandnugent.com. If you're a business owner or professional and would like to be interviewed on South Florida Real Estate Business and Lifestyle, please visit agentferguson.com slash guest. If you like this episode, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a link in the show notes to our website. Also there, you will see our recommended resources. We hope you'll help support our show by supporting them. If you like what you've been listening to, it'd be great if you could just give us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe while you're at it. I'm your host, Scott Ferguson, and until next time, continue to level up in our little sliver of paradise. <laughs>